I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 13, Boundaries. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. When a topic comes up several times in a week in my office, I figure that might be a great topic to address in the podcast. So the topic for tonight is boundaries. We're going to talk a little bit about what a boundary even means. How do we enforce them? How do we communicate them? What's the difference between a rigid, porous, or healthy boundary? And how do we know we're, they're being violated? And just a few tips for, for um, implementing boundaries. So first things first, what is a boundary? I think of two things when I'm thinking about what a boundary is. Number one, it's the line between you and somebody else. It's where you end and the other person begins. It's also in the context of a relationship, what's okay and what's not okay as far as how someone treats you. Um, if you're thinking about, you know, different types of people and their boundary styles, there are some people who are very rigid. Those people are maybe more detached. They are more, um, withdrawn as far as communicating about their feelings. They undershare, they underconnect, they aren't really willing to be intimate with others. They're very standoffish, um, have some walls to protect themselves and there's a very 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 clear and large line between where they they end and someone else begins um I think that in practice it can look those people can look very selfish they're very self-absorbed they know what their thoughts needs wants desires feelings wishes are but they don't necessarily know what somebody else's might be and they don't always take other people into consideration someone who's a little bit more porous in boundaries they get enmeshed they get sucked into the other person there's not a clear line where that person ends and the next person begins it all just becomes kind of a blob so they sort of lose their identity they 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 lose their their autonomy and their own thinking and they kind of get sucked into other people's thoughts and wants and desires and they put someone else's wishes above their own and almost lose their own and that person um, might overshare or become overly intimate or fall quickly for someone and there's just a there's not a well-defined boundary there someone who has healthy boundaries is obviously somewhere in the middle they, um, they can share appropriately, but they can also put up a boundary when necessary. They can think of themselves and their own wants and needs, but they can also think of other people and factor them in when they're making decisions as well. So it's, it's a healthy balance. Um, some, you know, one way that you might know that a boundary is being violated, for example, I think that I think the common telltale sign is that there's some anger, bitterness, or resentment that's building up within you. If that's happening, you you might want to ask, are my boundaries being violated? And if so, what boundary? Um, I think that's that's just one way to, to know that that might be happening. Um, I want to talk a little bit about communication styles as we're talking about enforcing and discussing boundaries. So 
if you, I've kind of got this grid in my mind and on one side, there's this, the component of honesty and direct communication. And then on the other, there's this sense of respectful, kind communication. So you can kind of be anywhere on on both of those. So someone who's maybe more passive, they are respectful and compassionate, but they're not honest and direct, right? Someone who is passive aggressive, they are not honest and direct, and they're not respectful and compassionate. Someone who's aggressive, they are honest and direct about their boundaries, but they are not respectful and compassionate. And someone who's assertive, it can be both honest and direct and respectful and compassionate. So obviously that's the goal. I guess when I'm telling you this, I kind of want to know where do you where do you see yourself on that grid? Where do you find yourself? Are you able to communicate your boundaries? Do you do so honestly and directly and when you do so are you able to communicate with respect and compassion as well that's the sweet spot that assertive honest direct and respectful communication that's the sweet spot that you want to find yourself in so I know that a lot of people want to know how can we communicate a boundary how do we actually talk to somebody about this so I'm just going to give you some of my thoughts as they flow out of me freely Um, I think first things first, you have to know who you are. You have to be in tune with your own thoughts, your own feelings, your needs, your wants. You have to be able to identify them clearly in order to vocalize them clearly. I think number two, going back to that grid, I think that you need to be able um, to confidently speak clearly and directly. Going back to that grid again, I think you need to be able to do so respectfully. Boundaries are best addressed from a place of love. People will feel the lack of dis- the the lack of respect when you're communicating to them. They'll feel that either the aggressiveness or the passive aggressiveness, and I think that that hinders your message. It gets in the way of the boundary that you're trying to set. Um, be- the focus becomes more on your lack of respect than it does on the boundary, and that's that's not helpful for you. Um, I would say that when you're communicating, keep it short, sweet, and to the point. You don't have to apologize for setting a boundary. You don't have to over-explain. You don't have to justify yourself. Um, I think that it is important to be aware of what your relationship is with this person. So I was talking to one of my you know, clients in particular, and she wanted to set a boundary with a spouse. And I will say that it's my opinion that when it's your spouse – There's a more intimate relationship. And while I would never suggest over-explaining, I will say that it it could be appropriate in the context of a marital relationship like that to offer some sort of explanation, not a justification, but an explanation. Just say, hey, you know, this is where I'm coming from because you, you do have a little bit more that you owe in a relationship like that. But a random stranger, I don't think you necessarily have to, to offer explanations. The boundary is what it is, and that's okay. I think that you're going to have to learn to be confident when you're expressing your boundaries and not apologetic. Um, they'll be able to feel that, the hesitation and the discomfort with you communicating the boundaries. And I think people might push back more against that. Um, when you're communicating boundaries... 
One thing that you could possibly do is communicate it and frame it in a way that feels like a win for them. You know, if we're able to make this change or if we're, if we're able to maintain this boundary, here's how it might benefit you. Um, maybe um, say the boundary is uh, something to do with equal housework in your home. Maybe the win is that your spouse isn't going to have to have this discussion about housework and division of responsibility anymore. That's a win for them. They don't want to hear you nagging. So that's that's one way to spin it and frame it as something that can be a benefit for them. Um, I would say that boundaries are not a punishment. Please don't use them as such. Use them as a protection for yourself and for your for your rights and your autonomy and your those, you know, to to maintain who you are and your core values. Um, don't use them as a punishment for others. When there does have to be a consequence for somebody violating your boundaries, try to allow for natural and logical consequences to those. Um, try not to make them feel so much like a punishment as you, this is naturally what would happen as a result of this, right? Um, maybe if someone is uh, is communicating dishonestly with you, the natural consequence is you might not be able to trust them in the future. And that's normal and natural. Um, so those are some of my tips that come to mind. A few resources that I might suggest. Henry Cloud has a book called Boundaries. Um, there's the book called Crucial Conversations. And there's another one called Crucial Confrontations. I actually, unfortunately, I haven't read the last two. Um, those are on my short list of things that I really want to read within the next couple of months. So I'd love your input if you've already read them. If not, get them and tell me what you think. I'm going to get them soon too. Um, but those are some that might help you as you're trying to navigate these conversations, as you're trying to navigate how to communicate a boundary. Um, one other thing that comes to my mind is is not so much focusing on what you can't do, but maybe maybe offering the, you know, I'm not comfortable doing this, but here's what I can do for you or here's what I'm willing to do for you. Anyway, go ahead, check out those books. Let me know if you've got any questions. I hope you have a great night. Take care. Thanks for listening to The 10-Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.